Welcome back to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, this afternoon. I'd love to welcome back on the program Sadia Osmani for this week's Chinwag. How are you doing, Sadia? I'm all right, thank you very much. Good to be back. Yes, always nice to see you in the studio. So what have you got for us this afternoon? Well, I usually choose these Chinwag topics based on something maybe that I've seen or maybe that I've experienced. And this week, I just thought, I would talk about, you know, pet hates. Now, this isn't just about, you know, I think it might have something to do with age and in terms of as we get older, you know, they say you get grumpy old men and grumpy old women, your tolerance level falls and things like that. But I think, um, you know, we are all as humans, there's always something rather that bothers us. But I had kind of three things which I wanted to speak about. But before I do, though, um, it's, you know, when we think about pet hates, it's really just... All sorts of things that might really irritate you about somebody or someone, whatever it is. So it could be things like somebody being really late all the time. And, you know, that gets on your wick and stuff. Somebody chewing or drinking really loudly while you're eating. Yeah, that one. Oh. And, and somebody like when you're in mid-speech, I'm guilty of this sometimes. That, you know, so you're in mid-speech and then somebody interrupts you. Oh. You can't help, but sometimes, you know, on radio, um, you're kind of looking for cues as to when somebody's going to finish, and so you're not sure. So you say something, and you think, oops, I've just kind of got in the and middle you say, of it. Oh, no, 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 keep going. Yeah, <laughs> so, so interrupting. Um, talking during a movie, I don't know, I've experienced that. I've seen, I, I really get irritated by people who are going, and the movie's starting, and you think, just be quiet. Um, and, you know, the, these were like, I saw the top 60 ones, and I've just pulled out about 20 of them, but I'm just going to mention a few, because I think these these are all ones we can probably identify with. Someone talking to somebody with headphones on, they just keep their headphones on. Obviously, we're not talking radio, but um, just they're all playing really loud music, say in a train, and you can hear exactly what's going on. Um, and dog owners, obviously the pet one is with pets, in terms of dog no owners not picking up. Dog poo. Oh, yeah. That's so annoying. It and is. litter. I think that yeah. applies to litter. Um, smelly food in public, I think, is a well-known one, certainly in Hong Kong. Durian, you're not going to buy it and you're not going to walk around with it. And you see, like. I'm a fan of durian. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes when I um, when I get into a, a taxi, for example, I know somebody's just bought durian, the last passenger. And I think, oh, it smells really nice. But I can imagine if you're not a fan and you get trapped in that situation, yeah. it'll be your worst nightmare. Absolutely. But, you know, with all of these things like you know what do you do if you see some of these general things do you actually address them I suppose if they're people who are close to you you might be able to say oh look don't do that and please be careful about this Um, but generally in in a crowd or if it's uh, in the public or it if it's to do with sort of customer service and this is where I'm focusing now because my three pet hates and this is for this week right is customer service right and I just feel as if you know, and this probably apply, applies worldwide, and obviously it may apply specifically in Hong Kong as well. Um, just about people, you know, when you go into shops and things, you are the customer, you are spending the money, and it's just nice if somebody just gives you that bit of attention. Now, you don't want to, it's a balance, really. You don't want to be overloaded with attention. You don't want somebody kind of following you around and not letting you look at anything. But it's a matter of just people being, you know, a little bit more obliging. So, for instance, I had a particular incident this week, which I feel like I need to do something about. So I had a problem, you know, I had an infection and I wanted to get um, some, some medicine for it. And I went to a big drugstore and I showed them my prescription and they said, 
well, you know, I looked around, no, we don't have it, we don't have it at all. And then I said, well, can you tell me maybe where I could get it? Because you know, I'm desperate, I'm having a bit of pain and stuff. And then they just said, no, you can check any pharmacy in Hong Kong and things like that. And there are a lot of pharmacies. And there are lots of pharmacies. So I thought, I can't really be traipsing through every single pharmacy. And was it a chain pharmacy as well? Yes, it was. So they could have... Called yes. around. Yes, it was. And yeah. I was quite surprised. So then so then I went out and then I decided, okay, I'm going to go to another one, uh, another big chain and go there. So eventually, after two, three days and a little bit of pain, I decided to take my prescription to this one. So I went to this one. And then this time, the pharmacist was super. She said, well, I'm sorry, but we don't have it. But, you know, let me just check where it's available. Check the system. Yeah. yeah. And she checked the system and she looked and then she said, oh, yeah, there's a there's a place you can go to Jordan. You can go and pick it up there. So I said, oh, could you just jot the address? And she was absolutely fantastic. She jot the address down and she even said, look, you know, you could take a taxi or you could do this. And she was really, really good. And I thought that's all I needed. But, you know, it just makes just, all the difference in the oh, world. Huge amount. Yeah. You know? and, and it shows empathy because if somebody's coming to a pharmacy for some medicine, they're going to be in some sort of health mm, crisis. Yeah. So also, I mean, when, when I generally deal with things like that, my response is, is I think I shouldn't just ignore that. If somebody's done something good, I like to acknowledge it. So Absolutely. I am going to write a letter to that particular place oh, and I'm going to say thank you to so the nice. pharmacist that, look, it was really dealt with really well because I think it's important for, to acknowledge that. But at the same time, I'm also going to write another note to the other one and say, well, look, you know, you should train these guys. They should know how to deal with things like this. So, so that's where I could just walk out and not do anything. But I feel it's important for us to acknowledge these things, whether it's negative or positive. Um, at the same time, something kind of perhaps linked a little bit to customer service is this whole thing about smiling. I mean, one thing I noticed a long time ago when I came to Hong Kong was that people actually don't smile very much. And now, given the fact that we're all wearing masks... Everybody's smiling under the yeah. mask. <laughs> no. Yeah, there is an ad. That I, I've seen a public services announcement where they do say, you know, smile under the mask and stuff. But you can see a smile in your eyes. You can, yeah. You can hear a smile in your voice. We know that in, on radio. We can hear it clearly. So I just wish that, you know, more people would smile. So that's not my other pet hate. So customer service and thing of smiling. And the last one I want to really complain about, which I think quite few people perhaps do, is insurance companies. Oh, my goodness. How many insurance companies are so nice when you take the insurance? No problem. Yeah, we'll do that and we'll provide this. And there shouldn't be any problem at all, really. And then when you actually make a claim, oh, my goodness, then all the all the little, you know, writing on the bottom comes out. And then they do all sorts of queries about things. And I just find it so irritating. Now, is it just me? Well, I think it's a universal problem. Why yeah. do they do that? <sighs> they, you know, there's huge, there's massive companies in Hong Kong who are they make billions companies. of dollars, they make billions trillions of dollars. of dollars, and sometimes it's over little petty amounts of money. It's not even like mega bucks here. Yeah. We're not talking like, like huge amounts, a couple thousands, and <laughs> yeah. So, what do we do about those? I mean, do we write to them? Do we tell them? And that's what I'm doing. 
I have an issue with a particular insurance company at the moment, and I'm going to write to them, and I'm going to appeal, and I'm going to make a complaint. Wow, Sadia, you're you're old school. You really like to write. Oh, to, I do. Yeah. And I do think I am a personal believer. I've got lots of things to prove in my past, in terms of when you do write, um, whether it's an email or a letter. It makes a difference. It's, it's in black and white. It, yeah. it kind of forces them to respond. Because it's people's reputation, it's company's yeah. reputation. And it's these things that, you know, they need customers if enough customers uh, complain about a particular thing. And I think we should. Sometimes we get into a stage where we think, oh, I can't be bothered, you know. But I do think we, we should do that. So those are, those are kind of three of my pet hates. But yeah. I hope that, you know, I don't tend to. I tend to be quite okay about things generally. I mean, I won't sort of take it on as a mission and, and attack somebody and say, look, write a letter. But I think that we should be able to sort of stand up on our own two feet where it comes to, you know, people being nice and things like that, especially yeah. if you're the customer. You know, don't they say the customer's always right? Yeah, and I think in you know in Hong Kong, and I perhaps, think there are some instances where where the customer isn't always yes, right. Yes, but I think there are a lot of reasonable customers. And judge a customer. Yeah. Don't always judge a customer. That's another pet hate. Look, all these pet hates <laughs> coming out. Judge a customer not only on their appearance because in Hong Kong it's very much it's about what you wear and what bag you carry and what shoes you have. So if you go into this lovely you know high end place. If you're just going in looking a bit of a scruff bag, they might just think, oh, well, I'm not even going to bother asking her type thing. So I feel like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. We might have some money to be able to spend. Exactly. Um, uh, maybe allow me to indulge myself <laughs> in a couple of pet haves. Mine is really people chewing loudly when they eat. And sometimes they're not even aware of it. Mm. Um, and it's difficult when you're in a in, in a restaurant and, you, you know, you hear somebody, mm. a stranger, you can't really address that. But if it's somebody I know, I'll definitely mm. just let them know. Um, and another one is uh, rude Oh, um, music um, on public transport. Yeah, yeah. I always and if they're they're watching something on say YouTube without their headphones, I'll, I'll I'll give it some time. But if I see they're watching sort of more than one video, I'll always just say, "Hey, headphones," or I'll say, "Hey," and I'll take up my headphones and sort of say, mm, "You know," mm, mm. and that usually does the trick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing is is that you've got to be quite careful these days when people are having conversations on the phone because yeah. uh, recently just just recently actually I was sitting somewhere and somebody was talking on the phone and I felt that that conversation was quite a personal conversation which should have been done was it on the speaker it was about no no he, they were chatting about some business deal or something oh. and I was sitting next to them and I could hear they said no no tell her not to do this and do this and this is about this amount of money and and so I was quite surprised that maybe people they were do trying that to in a minibus. Maybe and, they were trying to woo you, like, here's know. $4 billion dollars no, per train. It just trade. seems quite, because sometimes things can be said which can be quite confidential. Yeah. And we're, because we're so used to just picking up our phones, we don't actually think about who else may have exposure Access, to yeah. that, you know. So I think that's something that we ought generally just need to be careful of considering communication these days and stuff. So I'm sure there's loads of I mean there's 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 also this pet date which I got written down about telling people to calm down. You know, there's nothing <laughs> worse than someone saying, Look, just calm down and you get No <laughs> So so that is certainly something. Um, what else? Burping, um, uh, being added to um, group chats for no reason whatsoever. That's another recent one. And getting stuck in traffic. Yeah. 
I, you can identify with those ones. Exactly. Well, Sadia, thank you so much for your sharing for Chinwag this week. And I look forward to more Chinwags with you next week. Thank you so thank much. Thank you.